Well, the Arcade Cast, the best place to tell your friends to get your gaming goodness each and every Monday. My name's Dylan Blyatt, and joining me on the couch this week, Ashley Hogberg. Hey, Dylan, excited to be here, talking about video games. All three of us. Yep, you, me, and Sean Dupree. Who? Ah, <laughs> <laughs> uh, Karen's not here. I will say, uh, let's, get, let's just get out of this way. So today on the show... Um, let me let me pitch you, dear listeners, uh, one version. Today on the show, Karen's going to be talking about Resident Evil 4 Remake, how excited he is and how much he loves it. Ash is going to be talking about WWE 2K. I'm going to be talking about Bayonetta Origins. Here's a version of the show you're getting. Me and Ash are here. Karen's not here. Karen says it's a good game. <laughs> I, <don't know. laughs> I mean, what? It's sitting number one on Metacritic and Open Critic for the year, so... Yeah. Well, so it's got like a bunch of tens, bunch of nines. I don't know. Yep. So I'm, I'm just going to show that there's no uh, no original ideas left in video games. Uh, no, everything is remake. reboots and remakes. You know. Well, what they say? Someone posted on Twitter. I think I saw it before. Like the highest rated games this year are all remakes. Or yeah, remakes. Remakes or remasters. So well, I, I think I don't know if everything, but obviously. Uh, I think it was like Dead Space, was, Resident Evil, and then and um, Metroid. Metroid, yeah. Like some of the highest rated games of the year. So. Yeah. Lol. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, so. apparently Resident Evil's good. I don't, yeah. Karen's not here to tell you about it. Anyway, he's been playing it. I'd have no idea where he's at in that. But yep, cool story. Uh, let's get into the stuff that is actually here. Ash. Yes. Tell me about Cody vs. Roman. Well, I think it's a. Uh having a pretty solid build to wrestlemania um you know obviously cody won the royal rumble uh they had that cool you know segment with paul Heyman where he brought up dusty uh, and said roman was uh dusty's favorite son and then you know they had their face to face and roman made, put the belts down they made the reference like what you want to talk about and then you know he went they started then he said he was dusty's favorite son uh, then they hold a whole spat, and now they've got the whole bloodline, and Co- uh, Cody and uh, Sammy and Kevin are all on the same side against the bloodline. Now Cody, <laughs> Sammy, and KO have just uh, have made up. No, hugging now. It's good. It's a good lead up to WrestleMania. Cool. So while we're talking about WrestleMania, do you want to tell us about WWE 2K22? Can't. Haven't played it. I have played WWE, WWE 2K, 2K23. 23. Hey, uh, fuck you. <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah, so I've been put like a couple, of, a few hours in. Uh, I haven't played one since 2020, I don't think. Uh, was that the one that was really panned or was that? No, I think I played the year before. Okay. Um, but yeah, it's good. Uh, obviously, it's been a while since I played one, so I don't. Real, I didn't remember how the control system obviously worked, but uh, it's very simplified. There's a heavy attack, uh, light attack, and a grapple. Uh, and then you use combinate. You can have combo combos of the different attacks to do combo moves, and then you can also do kick grapples with another button to do perform grapple moves. Uh, and then there's a bunch of reversals and other elements to like kind of swing the momentum back. It's all you know. You build up your meter, so you can get your signature and your finisher and all that. So that's all fun. Um, there is a lot of different modes here. Uh, obviously, there's the massive GM mode that you can go play through where you try and run a show better than some other person, uh, which I haven't touched, but, you know, I follow up up of downtown and they're super into the GM stuff, so they seem pretty stoked with that. Um, I've, I've tried a little bit of this year's showcase, 
uh, which obviously centers around uh, John Cena. Okay. Interestingly, the, the focus of it is uh, all these big defeats. Mm. <laughs> so, so the first uh, I've only played the first uh, two uh, like matches or whatever. But you play as uh, his opponents, and you have to beat down Don, John Cena every single time, or like try to beat him in the way uh, that he got beaten in the match. So the first one is RVD at One Night Stand. Um, so you know you have to play through and how's that he match. Him? Uh, Edge puts him through a table <laughs> and then jumps doesn't, in. Okay, so he doesn't really beat him. It's fine. <laughs> I mean, no, you just kind of put it... You have to do certain moves to, like, get... To recreate the events of how they got beaten, you know? Hmm. Of how John Cena lost, which is an interesting way to do the showcase because I believe last year was Rey Mysterio. It's all yeah. these big wins in his career. And then yeah. this one, it's all John Cena's big losses. So I assume if you actually play, like, as the Rocket WrestleMania and uh, I just did Kurt Angle's... Uh, doing John Cena's first match. Um, that's interesting. Uh, they've got Showcase, oh no, uh, My Rise, which is like the career mode uh, with storylines and that kind of stuff. Interestingly, they've got two storylines this year that you can play through. You can play through one called The Lock, which is um, you play as a male wrestler who uh, is, is given the gimmick of The Lock, uh, which is really just you know a nickname so that they can call you The Lock during the whole commentary stuff. And then you play as the the other one is the legacy, which you play as the niece of a famous, uh, a Hall of Fame wrestler, a uh, female wrestler, and like her going into WWE and that kind of stuff. So, kind of scratch the surface of both of those modes is quite interesting. The stories so far and that kind of stuff. Um, of course, you've got my faction. No, yeah, my faction, which is the I guess the I don't know. I'm trying to think what the. You know the FC mode, I guess the club mode, where you're kind of building up your club. There's a bunch of cards that you collect and that kind of stuff, um, and different matches and stuff. There's dailies and uh, a whole bunch of reasons to go like jump in every single day and like have a different match and like uh, do complete different challenges for the day to get cards and tokens and all this other uh, stuff like that. Uh, then there's like universe mode where you can just run through like a whole universe of different characters and that kind of, or, of matches or a year in WWE or whatever. So yeah, there's a lot there uh, for you to play and enjoy. So uh, yeah, kind of scratching the surface, but yeah, it's pretty fun so far. There's still a bunch of like technical glitches, I guess. Like I was trying to upload like an image on something and then the whole game would crash. Uh, and of course there's your basic like fizz, some physical stuff, like someone gets smashed and they kind of stay above the ring for like a couple of seconds or feet go through places that they shouldn't go through and that kind of stuff. Uh, and it's not super, it's not like high end, super realistic, um, graphically, but I mean, it's, it's good. It's like on par with, uh, probably on par with 2k. Well, probably a little bit lower than the most recent 2ks, but, uh, graphically it looks very good. I think there's a lot, a lot of options there. Uh, you can play all sorts of different matches. Obviously, the big addition this year is War Games, um, which I actually have tried out yet, so I might have to do what that. What the fuck are you doing? Yeah, I'm just trying to get through all the modes, give, get a little taste mm-hmm. of everything. But um, yeah, soundtrack is good, although it feels like the same couple of songs are on repeat. Uh, weirdly, there's that the 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 Hound Dog uh, mix from Elvis, I feel like, is included in the song. And if, that's the one that keeps popping up in on my feed. Uh, but apparently the the soundtrack's by uh, 
selected by John Cena. So, have you uh, played Bad Bunny yet? Yeah, I played as Bad Bunny. It's pretty fun. Okay. Does the Canadian Destroyer? <laughs> pretty good. Lots of jumping around. Because you only got him for the special editions. Any yeah. version other than the standard, right? Yeah. Yeah, I believe so. Yeah. Fucking weird. So yeah. Yeah. Pre-order bullshit. Yeah. I mean, you know. Shout out 2K for the code. <laughs> Shout out 2K for the code, but you know. Uh, I'm sure you can buy him somehow. Like, I don't think you can. Money. It's weird. Like, maybe, I'm, I assume they'll add, do that eventually. Like, it'd probably pop Yeah, up eventually. But yeah, it's really weird. But yeah, there's a lot there to, like, keep you busy. Uh, reckon, um, which is kind of what you want. Even though we don't have AEW Fight Forever released out yet, gonna, the, it'll be really weird to have a year where there's, like, two legitimate wrestling games released probably seeing as you know we've only really had like one a year and maybe like a random like very indie game uh so two full-fledged like big ones uh mm. will be interesting uh especially interesting because obviously the creator cody will be in both <laughs> cody will technically be in both uh and i mean with creator wrestler you can put anybody in there you know yeah like i've been I've flicking through some of the community creations already got like uh, MJF and Malachi Black and Adam Cole and CM Punk. <laughs> you can add him. <laughs> and you can have a backstage role. It's great. Oh, dear. No dogs in this game, though. So, you know. I'm so waiting for that release date. The, I, the fight for everything is weird. Well, the hold up. Do you know what the hold up? You saw, I showed you saw the. There's a ratings thing, right? It, no, it was uh, the last thing was a copyright issue that. Um, GCW wanted uh, to make sure that Fight Forever wasn't so they use Fight Forever as a charity event every year um, so they were like trying to make sure that they could still use that as a charity name and apparently it's not an a from reports a trademark, it's not yeah. it's not a AEW's being assholes thing it's just a lawyers are taking forever to get the like just get the paperwork through the system or whatever you know mm. So that was the weird. So JCW is the reason that we do not currently. Have yes, AEW fight forever in our hands. Yeah. So yeah, probably for the best. You know, if they were launching at the same time, that would be even weirder. Yeah, it would be weird. Um, for this week's question of show, yeah, is Cody going to win at WrestleMania? Probably. <laughs> I don't know. There's all, all the reports, you know. You hear the rumors that, you know, Roman's going to defend the belt at, in Saudi Arabia. Is that, is that a true thing? Or are they just written bullshit, you know, from story? And then you hear other reports that Roman wants to go on vacation. So. Fair. I mean, he barely wrestles and shows up half the time anyway. So, I mean, I don't know what he's asking for, but. Uh, <laughs> well, no. He wrestles all the major shows. And. Um, and all he, he does didn't- is. Have the same no, match no, every yeah. time. <laughs> kind of, yeah. <laughs> um, yeah, well, we shall see soon enough, so shall see soon Wow, enough. what a question of the show. Okay. <laughs> what a question of the show. Why not? Uh, Relates, yeah. right? It's true. On to your next game. Like a Dragon Ishin. Ishin. Uh You've been, so week four, right? I think. I don't know. Yeah, week four. Taking a month it. to get taking a month to get through this bad boy. You finished it. Yes. Final thoughts. Do you have a score yet? 
all these sorts of things. In my mind, it's probably an 8.5. Yeah. It's just a very dense game. There's a lot to do. Mm. Um, uh, there's some like systems that are not great. The one that I have the biggest issue is like the smithing where you, you can make new weapons. Uh, but in order to make like the higher end weapons, you need to make a bunch of like shittier weapons. Uh, in order to get to the, be able to make the, to have the option to make the better weapons, but the progression is so tiny that it, you know, is not really worthwhile. It's just like I'll just keep Place. playing through it and hopefully I pick up a good, mm. a cooler weapon than I currently have. You know, mm. rather than you? trying to grind through this whole weird system. So, then would um, you pick up better weapon? Yeah, eventually. <laughs> okay. Some of the big bosses you get, you, they drop some cool, cool swords and shit. So. And guns um but yeah i really enjoyed it it's got an interest like very in-depth like story um again like very heavy in uh japanese history um with a bunch of twists and turns and betrayals and uh all that kind of stuff some interesting set pieces towards the end uh like battling through tons of rather than just the random encounter where it's like full bad guys on the side of the street you're battling like through a building uh, taking any, out anybody in your way before leading up to a big boss fight. Um, so those are always cool. And um, yeah, I came to appreciate the all the different uh, combat styles that you can play through the game. And uh, yeah, uh, I had a really good time. Um, yeah, lots of interesting side stories and that kind of stuff. Um, yeah, I really enjoyed it. So 8.5, hopefully... I build up the effort to write the review sometime this week. <laughs> build up the effort. What a sentence. Uh, random side note. I just remembered. Yeah. I was going to mention something. I was playing. Uh, did you see? I forgot to put it in the show notes, but did you see Marvel Snap? Just <laughs> did you see Marvel, Marvel Snap? Snap has their massive um, list of things that that's coming up. And yeah, so they changed their roadmap and they got another competitive yes. mode coming in hot so hell yes so that's cool i was going to chuck that in as a thing but just uh, more marvel snap that's what you know been grinding away at that i got i got null recently that's completely changed everything yeah yeah because you build a whole deck where you just have like all the like red skull and shit in it. um right is that null no no what's null null's the the symbiote one. Oh no then i'm thinking something yeah. different so you what just keep destroying stuff in it. Uh, 60-something? Oh, um, I mean, collection level, sorry. Collection score. Let mm. me have a look. I just got into the 5,000s. I don't think I'm that high. I think I, I feel like, if- you know, I need to spend more <laughs> to get more. My problem is... Well, no, like, uh, mine's all just from... Uh, um, like, I'm not spending money just buying... Other than uh, your season pass. I'm at f- yeah. 4,518. Yeah, so you're not that far behind. But, yeah, keep running out of credits. Yeah, well, yeah. I don't know. Just complete the battle pass. I mean, I have brought some of the... Like, I brought... I had gold I'd earned, like, from packs, and I brought one of those $700 random ones that were on sale for, like, three days. Of, I can't remember what it was. Anyway, I had, like, a yep. card. And one like, of the sale things, yeah. Yeah, like, a thousand cre- uh, upgrade things or whatever, yeah, so. Because most of the time, I see the gold, and I'm like, 
I know what I'm going to use this for. There are so. like 8,000 gold sitting there at the moment. So. Fucking hell, yeah. You should just start buying those random um, things like I do. I mean, I do okay. Like, I'm liking how they've got like a mystery variant like every other week. You know, yeah, like, they're like Yeah, I'll take a shot of that. Yeah. Mm. It's pretty cheap, you know. See what mm. I get. Yeah, yeah. All right. Um, on to what I've actually been playing. So, well, I mean, I have been playing Snap, but that's not Marvel Snap. Uh, Bayonetta Origin, Cereza, and The Lost Demon. So I started, I played through the demo when I was in Melbourne last week when I was over at the uh, the Game Expo, which, uh, you know, came in hot last for that. week's episode too. Yeah, it was very funny. I went back and listened to it just to see how you <laughs> brought, uh, like how that came across. <laughs> to see the part of the show that I wasn't part of. So um, yeah, go oh, listen yeah, to cool. that for my th- thoughts on that, so. Well, you know, because I came in and then I was like, what were you actually talking about prior to me just flying in? Um, so I played for the demo at, yeah, while I was in Melbourne. And then I, the, the save data for your demo carried across to the to the full game. So I've been playing the, the full game now. This game, and I know this is going to sound silly coming from me because I'm the, you know, Bayonetta fanboy over here. Spent 10 years of my life waiting for Bayonetta 3. But this game is very good. In fact, it's surprisingly good. And I think that's been the running narrative I've seen from most people on Twitter is that people being like, well, this is actually a lot better than I thought it would be, you know. Um, it's just so, and it's so different to the main Bayonetta game. It's just like, yeah, yeah it's really, really cool. So the setup for this one is it, and you, look, you can play this without playing any Bayonetta. It covers the the basic story of um, Cereza slash Bayonetta's childhood, which if you've played the games, you know, but this game starts with the the basis for her, her thing, which is it's like a uh was it a witch and a a witch and a demon have a baby, basically. Star cross lovers, then allowed to be together. Um she's sort of thrown out of her she's sort of, you know, not loved by her own people, but then one's trying to train her up to be a witch anyway. Um and at the start of the game you do these sort of trials and stuff, and she's really struggling with the the basics and being able to start summon a, a demon and control it because that's a uh, a witch power. Um, one of the Umbran powers. And then she sees this white wolf, I think. Yeah, no, no, sorry. She sees a, a Cereza has like a, a vision of this boy who like tells her to come into the woods where she's got told she's not allowed to go and that she'll get this power when she goes in there and she'll, you know, it'll be like really cool. So she's like, I'll show my, I can't remember her mentor's name, but like whoever her teacher is like, I'll show her, I'll go in here and prove that I can be a, you know, like I'm a lot stronger than she thinks I am. So uh, you venture into the woods. Woods are controlled by a bunch of fairies. Um, and they're like sort of the the bad guys of this game, I guess. But shortly after you get in there, you, uh, Baina, uh, sorry, Cereza, Saspaina, Baina, whatever. Uh, she summons a, uh, she attempts to summon a demon. Uh, she summons the demon and sort of accidentally sends it into her stuffed doll, which is the Chesh- Cheshire cat. So that that's why, you know, she gets this whole thing where she can summon Cheshire. Um, so then you have, that's her partner in crime for the, the game. The demon doesn't really like her, doesn't really want to work with her, but um, sort of they have to form this friendship relationship uh, amongst it. The game does a really good job of combining both combat in which they're using both of the characters and uh, puzzles at other times too, which is really, really cool. So like if you're... Um, if you go into combat, you f- you press R on the switch to throw out 
uh, Shashe, and then you use the right analog stick to control him, and you can move him separate to Seraza. So you can move Seraza around at the same time, and you can use uh, L2, whatever it is, LR, no, whatever the fucking switch calls the bottom L button. Um, you can <laughs> yeah, uh, you can use that to, um, at, at the start of the game, she has like a stun spell that she can cast on enemies to stun them. Um, and then Sheshe can go in and like attack using the R2 button to smash enemies. Um, you go a little bit further into the game, then they can get upgrades for each. So Seraza can do like better spells. Sheshe can do like bigger attacks and, and stuff like that. Um, sort of basic stuff. But the, the cool thing is just the fact that you, you are controlling these two characters completely separate. It's very weird that the game doesn't have co-op as an option at all. It's like one of those weird things where the game just feels like, uh, was there ever cop thought about? And they're like, nah, fuck it. But like, no. it's a yes, it's a weird thing, but at the same time, I don't mind. Like, cause it, yeah, um, it is very much that brothers esque feeling thing where like you you like, control both. Know, that's you the control mechanic, both. Yeah. That's the mechanic of the game. It's just, yeah, it's just, it's weird at first. You're like, is this so, is this supposed to be cop? Am I missing something out? And well, then you're like, no, no, I just a, played by myself. Do you ever go around and playing blank or blank? No, because that was still meant wanna... to be a similar thing. Except was you, it? you did have, no, you could play it single player. And you okay, controlled right. it like that, but the option was also there to play co-op. Okay, right. Um, but then you get on to... So that's combat, which is cool. Um, when you're walking around between that, you can press the L button and it summons Sheshe back into the doll. So you don't always need to be controlling each character separate. You can call, uh, call him in so you're just walking around mm. as Seraza. So it's not always super confusing. But then there's other parts uh, where you get into these puzzle sections where, uh, say... Sheshe can jump into this like hamster wheel, for example, and uh, Seraza jumps on top of it. And then you've got to sort of wheel her around and like have her jump off and solve puzzles while having Sheshe move around in a different direction. And like it's, it's, it's completely not what you would expect out of a Bayonetta game. It's like everything you wouldn't expect from a Bayonetta game, but it's all very, very good. It's, um, and it still fits in tone. And there's enough here that feels like Bayonetta. So obviously, You've got Seraza, same character, but you've got the the Coles, you've got the Umbran Witches, you've got these sorts of things. It also still does the same thing that Bayonetta games do where you enter like a arena area to fight enemies and sort of it blocks you off, you know, like into into there while you battle them. Um, she'll do like a little dance with Shashir at the end um, to be like, yeah, we beat them sort of thing. Uh, the first time you see a fairy for the fairy enemy variant type for the first time, it does what Bayonetta games do where it like, sh- it's, it comes up and like opens a book and like shows their name. And it's like introduces you to this particular variation of the fairy and stuff. Um, it's all very cool. Art style wise. It's so funny because one of the most annoying things about Bayonetta three was that it's just like that, it was pushing it to the point that you're like this oh, just it's not very good look, it's not a very good looking game like it's it's they're trying to do these massive spectacle things with the kaiju inspired like battle sequences and stuff like that and it's all just like a lot for the switch mm. um it's sort of annoying however this game still on the switch but bayonetta origins still on switch but having a very distinct art style choice which is this sort of I don't know how I'd even describe it, like a paintbrushy sort of feel to everything with this isometric gameplay stuff. It's beautiful. Like it's it's like I'm playing, I've played it once on my TV, like I do most Switch games, where I'm like, yep, cool. And then <laughs> there's my 
there's my half an hour <laughs> with that and then i'll go back to playing the rest in my um, handheld so um yeah but yeah like it's very very pretty it's use of all these colors it, it very much has this sort of alice down the the fruit of looking glass sort of feel about the game between the story and the the way it looks and stuff like that which is really cool as well um you even get these sequences where uh Cereza comes across these parts in the forest where like the fairies have like walled off a certain area and you like go through it and then you're in this like really trippy section where like mushrooms are growing out of the side and you have to solve a certain puzzle to be able to break that this certain like the illusion area of the forest and then you can proceed through the forest again more um yeah it's 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 yeah it's it's really really good surprisingly uh to the point that i'm like it makes me wonder if some people will play this like look at it and go that game looks really cool cool like i like i'll give this a go and wonder if they'll get it will help push people into playing bayonetta or maybe they'll never play bayonetta but this game's like totally for them it's 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 weird because it's just so different gameplay wise yeah. and everything to that franchise so i don't know have you seen much about it since it's been up or no, other than people liked it, so yeah. Uh, don't it does it fill your bayonetta? Yeah, it's needs? crazy. I got two bayonetta games in twelve. Or, do you think they're all too close together? No, because it's completely different. It doesn't feel like it does. It doesn't, it doesn't feel, feel like, like it, it doesn't feel like you're getting too much. It just feels like a different game. And also, that game was kind of you know, people didn't enjoy the ending, so maybe yeah. Well, how, how far do you reckon you're in? I don't know. It's hard to say. I feel like I'm like four, four and a half hours in. Yeah. So I don't know how long. I wouldn't expect it to be. Maybe I'm like halfway. I don't know. If I'm expecting it to be like an eight to ten hour game, average yeah. sort of bayonetta length. I guess length. I wouldn't. Expect, yeah. I wouldn't expect it to be a particularly long game. Like it'd be weird if it was. Yeah. So I don't know. The secrets are fine. I'm trying to find them as a go, but some feel like you have to come back later. I don't know. I don't know. That sort of thing. So, uh, I'll yeah, I'll I'll have a full review up and everything on, on explosion.com when I finish it. So hopefully that should be before next week's episode. Yep. I'm taking the work and playing it on my lunch break. So, ooh, ooh, crunching, hmm. crunching, yeah. <laughs> Let's get into two quick news stories for this week. Uh, firstly, a bit of sad news, but also like wholesome, I guess, at the same time. I don't know. So, PC Gamer writes Destiny players are gathering in the tower to pay last respects to Lance Reddick. Uh, actor Lance Reddick had an impressive career in film, te- television, but to gamers, he's likely best known as Commander Zavala, the Titan Vanguard in the Destiny games. It, it was a role he embraced, and not, within, and not just within the development studio. He was known for his appreciation of both the game he played himself and his fans and made an awful lot of them very happy in 2021 when they asked him to read Destiny 2 memes in Zavala's voice. And he said yes. Uh, Relic's devotion to Destiny 2 and his community made him a fan favorite. And following the report of his death earlier last week, players have begun gathering in the tower to pay their respects to the man and the character he portrayed. Uh, 
blah 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 blah. So yeah, there's a bunch wow. of Twitter posts here. I'll just skip it ahead. So there's there's a bunch of people posting on uh, like images from different people on Twitter because uh, it was one of those things of like the post someone posts at once. I can see a bunch of people gathering around his character. So okay, so just like these ten people, but no, it appears to be a because you know when you load into Destiny into the tower or whatever it's called in Destiny Two. I don't know, but yeah. when you load into it, it's like you, you load into an instance, but then like you know so. I saw someone share that they kept like loading in and out, in and out. So they got different dis- instances, and every single time it was a different group of people gathered around his character. I was just sitting there, um, sort of paying their respects and stuff. So, um, yeah, obviously very sad about Lance Reddick. Sort of came out of absolutely fucking nowhere. It was one of those check uh, check Twitter. Is this a fake? Is this a fake account? Fake news story. Yeah, yeah. Is this a fake news story moment? And then why is everybody tweeting about? Yeah. Yeah. I was like, is it? Because everybody was tweeting like really nice, like general yeah, I was like, things, oh, yeah, like, and not John- specifically staying <laughs> yeah. rest in peace. Yeah, I was like, like yeah, man, like John Wick falls out soon. Like, like he's a good actor. Like, hey, well, <laughs> this is his birthday. Like, <laughs> yeah. Okay. But no, yeah, yeah. Uh, very sad. Uh, you know, of course, also known in the uh, video games universe for playing Silence, mm. uh, who you we would have expected to play a big part in the next Horizon game. So what they do there's Kind of be an interesting question. Well, I presume they'll just they'll probably recast. I think they'll recast. I and I think it's a scenario where he like it's understandable. Yeah. It's understandable, and he. I mean, like, it's tough because obviously that is so closely. It's like it's him. It's him. Yeah, because yeah, it's a it's not a voice actor role. It's a role. it's a mocap role. Yeah, it's yeah. a mocap role. So it's like him. Yeah. Um, but yeah, very sad. But also, yeah, wholesome with all the the people in Destiny gathering around him and stuff like that. I've enjoyed seeing one of my favorite clips of him making its rounds on Twitter a billion times, I think, though, which is just the for when he was on, um, uh, what's it? On, um, Andre, Eric Andre. Andre's show. Yeah. <laughs> Such a funny clip. Had you seen that before? <laughs> no, I haven't watched, gotten around to watching it yet. So. <laughs> it's so funny. He fucking scares the shit out of him. It's hilarious. <laughs> it's so good. Because <laughs> he's like, it's a whole bit, obviously, but the story goes that the part he like sort of ad-libbed is he like, like he knew that he was going to get, you know, you know what you're in for when you go on that show and like, it's just, it's just nonsense. But then he like stands up at the end and he's just supposed to leave and like get it, like just head out back or whatever. But like he stands up and he fucking like slams the living fuck out of the table. And then you just see Andre like, he's legit like, you can see in his face like, he's like, holy shit, was I just about to get punched? But then he just goes, you need a new table and walks off. <laughs> <laughs> it's, it's so good oh, funny shit um only other thing psa in case you've mixed it uh, mixed it missed it missed it even uh pax tickets gonna sale tomorrow <gasps> when you're listening to this so march 21st early bird uh 12 p.m they go up in the afternoon so if you want to buy your pax tickets i don't last year i don't think the three-day passes sold out uh, like, yeah Straight away. I don't know if I'm going to rush like yeah. I, like we did last year. Yeah, you know, I think I think there was like a massive anticipation just because it was uh, it was the first, the first year back. First year. To back. be fair, this is the tenth anniversary, right? I think that's the that's that's what they're pushing. That's what they're pushing. <laughs> so you would. I don't know if it's technically the text tenth live. Ten sounds right though. For Australia, ten. Yeah. yeah. But, but they would have reached ten packs. This is what I'm saying. There was is two the, online ones. Yeah, but um, look, I'll allow it. Yeah, that's fine. I'll allow it. We had COVID, I'll allow it. Yeah, they did We had COVID, I'll allow it. Okay. Yeah. We had COVID. Like, we as a 
people had COVID. <laughs> COVID we collectively things. had COVID. We collectively yes. had COVID. I personally, twice. <laughs> <laughs> Not good. I went to Melbourne twice, came back without it. How fucking good was that, eh? That's crazy. Oh, all right. Doing well. Doing well. Um, yeah, so if you want to get your PAX tickets, obviously we'll be at PAX. I mean, I assume you're on the PAX, right? <laughs> That's the plan. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I just like kind of assume everyone's going to. I'm like, now, PAX, it's not a question. It's a, it's a, it's a requirement. Know, it's a requirement. Like, you must go to PAX. So, uh, really good. Obviously, yeah, we'll be there. I hope that they, I, I personally hope they do something cool for the 10th anniversary. And by that, I don't mean having Sony and Nintendo and whatever else magically appear. I don't really care if they, they show back up, but just, just like, uh, bigger. Just, yeah, just bigger. Just, I don't know. I don't know how you Yeah, take up more space. Take up more space, yeah. I'm sure after the Games Expo, you're like, wow, not bumping into people. That's like super nice. It's very weird. Very weird um, experience. Like, let, let's make this not crowded. Yeah. Is that possible? I don't think it's possible. I think if you want the big con feel, you get the big con woes at the same time. It's just... You get the good with the bad, you know what I mean? But yeah. yeah, walking into the game expo and be like, not only could I do a cartwheel, I could roll twice. You know what I mean? Like, <laughs> 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 it's a, it was a bit of a different feel, so yeah. All right, I got nothing else. Uh, I haven't missed anything ever. Top of my head, no. Uh, no, nothing's happened. Not, cool. Nothing is ringing. No. Uh, Resident Evil's good. Kieran said it's cool. Yep, I said that. Cool, cool story. Um, apparently, they're adding NFTs made of Pokemon. I might quit the franchise at that point. <laughs> All right. Uh, they'll do it for this week's episode. They'll do it for this week's episode of Arcade Catch. Of course, you can find all their tweets. Yes. Last of Us. It was great. All right, Last of Us was very good. If you want to hear all of our spoiler cast discussions, of course, they're over at Platinum Explosion, our PlayStation podcast. We've done a spoiler cast for every single episode, so you should listen to those or the, the or listen to the finale, at least, bare minimum, to hear our overall thoughts, I guess, on the on the series. So, yeah. Find all of our Twitters heading to explosionnetwork.com slash Twitter, and you can find our Discord by heading to explosionnetwork.com Discord. If you'd like to support the website and uh, the shows, you can do that by going to explosionnetwork.com slash support. We will see you here same time, same couch next week. 